0: mom life. It's worth celebrating. It's filled with opportunities to learn and grow. And we all know there will be little bumps along the way, but why not have fun and enjoy little moments as they come? I am passionate about finding ways to make the mundane feel more exciting and spontaneous. It's time we put a little more joy and happiness into our roles as wives, moms, and homemakers. I am excited for us to learn together how to add more meaning and purpose into our lives through the big five, physical, mental, social, Emotional and spiritual avenues. In a way, you could say, Let's high five motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Hey there, beautiful friends. I hope you're having a great week. As always, We have been just totally getting into, you know, nesting mode and getting into decluttering and just trying to get this house ready for this baby to come. (laughs) We are down to like a week or two left, and so it's definitely crunch time. Um, But I've found some really, really great things that have worked um, for our family, and so I just kind of want to share them with just different ways to declutter and to get motivated to do things because we all know it takes quite a bit of motivation to get decluttering and to continue decluttering and staying on top of projects when there's so many things to do. And sometimes you just hit this mode of overwhelm. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to go through quite a few decluttering challenges today. So decluttering challenge number one is go through your kid's shoes and yours too. If you have time, go through and make a space for the shoes that you want to keep. So whatever that is, That's going to be the only space that you can keep shoes in. So you're not going to have it be overwhelmed and overflowing and not be able to shove it or not be able to um, close the drawer. You don't want it shoved in there. You just want the amount that they need that they'll actually use and the rest of them you can discard Um, or um, give away, which is probably a better idea than to discard, let's be honest. So with mine, what we've done is we just let them have between two to four pairs of shoes and they have to fit them and they have to actually use them and love them. If they don't love them, but they still fit, we can give them away to somebody else because we're not going to keep shoes that they are just gonna keep putting back in the bin but not actually using. Not to mention ones that are old or worn out or just are too big or too small or whatever the case is. Um, Go through the shoes and have your kids try them on and see what actually fits them, what they actually love and wear and use all the time and only keep those ones. Now there's going to be shoes that you love that maybe your kids don't love as much and vice versa, but the the real key to decluttering is finding out what they actually love, use and need all the time and those are the ones that you keep because if you just keep the ones that you love but they don't actually use or want them, it's going to do you no good cuz it's just going to stay stuck in that drawer or bin or whatever it is that you hold your shoes in. And so we did this with my little girl and she had a huge overflowing, stuffed full basket of shoes. As we whittled it down and realized what actually fit her, she literally only had two or three pairs out of the probably 10 or more that were in there. It really makes a difference. And all of a sudden, we had way less shoes in there, not to mention it's not breaking the basket that they're in because everything actually fits in there. So definitely find a way to go through your kids' shoes with them, try them on, and see what they really use, need, and want. And I mean, what they love. Make sure it's something that they're actually going to wear because they love it as well as they need it and use it all the time. The next decluttering challenge is going to be your kids' toys. There are so many toys that come with kids, so many things that come with children, and we just get overwhelmed sometimes, not to mention the holidays are coming up, and we are going to have a trunk load of things coming into the house, so we have to find ways to let things escape the house, so we're not having things pile up again. Find what you want to store your toys in and have that be the way that it kind of curbs your toy appetite if if you understand what I'm saying, so you only want to have toys that will actually fit in the space that you've created for them. If you have toys that are heaving beyond their bounds, then it's time to get rid of some stuff. So for me, we just use those cube shelves. It's like eight um, different cubes in this one shelf. And then we put these bins inside them and the toys go inside of there. If we have anything that is just floating around on coffee tables or end tables or on the floor or whatever, that just don't have a real place to be. And they just kind of get you know, tossed around or they're just kind of floating around in the toy room, it's time for them to go. Unless it's a bigger item that cannot fit in a bin and the kids honestly love it and use it all the time, I try to keep all of the things that are out of the bin to a minimum. So look through your bins or your baskets or shelves or whatever it is that you use and start going through it with your kids. Don't do it just, you know, by yourself. Try to do it with your children the best that you can. And sometimes, you know, that works. Sometimes it doesn't. Do the best that you can, but it does help to have the kids be a part of the process so they can see, okay, you know, mom, I really like this, or mom, I don't really like this, or mom, I play with this all the time, or this one I don't play with all the time. And you can just start whittling it down and realizing what they actually, again, need, use, love, and want. And those items are the ones that you want to keep. However, I know sometimes (laughs) kids aren't the best with decluttering sometimes. And they want everything that they have and they love it all and all of the things, but as moms, we know a little bit better about what things we see and tend to clean up all the time because they're out all the time. So obviously they must be, you know, being used. However, sometimes I thought that was the case with our kids because I kept on having to clean up the same toys and I'm like, why are these always out? You know, but at the same time I was looking through and I realized that a lot of times when the toys are out, it's not because they use them. It's because they're tossing them around to try to find the one toy that they actually want to play with. So take that into consideration when you're thinking about getting rid of stuff. Don't just keep all the toys that you see all the time because those may actually be the ones that they don't use or need or want. Obviously, toys are not a need. That's not something we have to have, but it's something that is fun that the kids enjoy playing with. So, just keep toys to a minimum, and try to search through and find what really, really makes them happy. But also, what makes you happy too, because a lot of times if there is something that is a complete annoyance to you, like it's a really noisy toy or, um, you know, it's really small and there's all these little pieces that you're picking up constantly and just things are really, really annoying. Those are the things that you want to try to find ways to get rid of because they're not only creating mental or they're not only creating clutter in your house, but they're creating a mental clutter for you. And it just kind of adds more stress and overwhelm to you as the mom. So Make sure that you find things in the toys, find toys that bring joy to not only you, but the children as well. It, it it needs to be a win-win for you and the children because if the toy brings the child a ton of joy, but it drives you nuts, stresses you out, overwhelms you, and every time you look at it, you just get angry and frustrated with it. It's not going to be something that's going to bring a sense of peace to your home. And if you want to live with more intention and be happier, you've got to find something that works for both you and your child and can bring peace to the space and not contention. Okay, challenge number three is clothes. There are so many kid clothes that come and they come in all different shapes and sizes and kids grow out of clothes so quickly. I mean, just earlier this year, I bought my kids a whole brand new wardrobe for school and everything was good to go. And all of a sudden they're already growing out of them and it's not even the end of the year yet. It happens so quickly. They just they just grow like crazy. So there's gotta be a system that you have in place where you have a place like a basket or bin or drawer or whatever it is, that you can come up with, a system that works for you of things that are too small, you know, a bin of things that are too small or too big that they're going to grow into or need mending or, you know, just honestly decluttering. Again, just this is the donation basket in the closet. For us, I have just decided to do one basic basket, one for dirty laundry and then one for decluttering, and that would be the donation basket. That one could be things that are too small or worn out, they don't love or use anymore, or they just don't fit right, you know, they shrunk, whatever the case is, that's going to be the basket. And then we'll go through that at the end of each week. That's kind of our new thing that we've kind of challenged our kids to do is to be um, responsible for their own decluttering each week. So we're having them work on that this week. We're getting little bins for each of them and letting them just kind of throw all of their things that don't fit properly and they don't love or um, don't use or whatever and put them in those donation bins. So by the end of the week, say maybe on Saturday that we go through it together, find out what really is something that needs to be donated and other things that maybe we can keep or save for later when they grow into them or whatever the case is, or pass it down to another sibling. And the ones that actually need to be donated, then we take them straight to the car and go donate them that day. So every day, once a week, or I'm sorry, every week, once a week, um, we're going to try to do a, a donation day where we take all the things that we just don't need anymore and we put them um, in a donation center. So we're still doing some good and it, it helps us to feel happy inside because we're still serving and doing something happy with the things that we have rather than just throwing them out, but also getting rid of the extra clutter and all the excess that just clouds our minds and our spaces. Um, one of the things that I love, um, Ali Casaza is uh, is a another podcaster, Um that I love I love different things that she talks about and one of the things that she says is when you declutter that you don't buy something just once you buy it several times <laughs> the first time is your you know your per- your purchase okay so you you buy it with your money the second time you buy it with your time and for me I also feel like you buy it with your your mental capacity. Okay. So you, you have to spend time um, taking care of that item, you know, physically, but you also mentally are purchasing it because you have that clutter in your mind of always knowing, you know, what's behind that cupboard or what's behind that door that you need to deal with somehow. So it's always there. Even if you don't physically actually touch it, you just know that it's there and it's something that is Bogging your mind because you have to figure out something to do with it. What am I going to do? Am I going to get rid of this? Am I going to keep this? You know, I hope the guests don't see it. It's hiding behind the closet. I'm doing my best to try to keep it tucked away so nobody sees it. You know, things like that. Um, We just we buy we buy clutter or anything. I mean, it doesn't even start as clutter necessarily, but everything that we purchase, we buy in my opinion three times: one with our money, one physically, and then one mentally. So do your best to try to eliminate the amounts of clutter that you're bringing into your home and really be intentional on the things that you are purchasing, especially when it comes to the holidays and birthdays and things like that. So that you're not just buying something that they play with for a day and then toss out and they're done and you're just wasting money and having it go down the drain, not to mention adding more clutter to your space physically and mentally. So with kids clothes, again, it's good to have a dirty laundry basket in there closet so they know where they can put their dirty clothes and they just don't up end up all on the floor and all mixed together with clean clothes and it just becomes quite a hassle. You need to have places and systems for things to make things work so you have your you have your dirty laundry basket like we talked about, and then also have a basket for donating for you know things that are too small or too big or need mending or whatever it is. Just have one basket for all of the above. And then you can go through it at the end of the week and figure out, you know, which needs to be mended, which needs to be taken to the donation center, um, which one maybe needs to be stored up higher because it's too big or needs to be, um, you know, passed down to the next sibling or, you know, to a friend for um, things that are too small. Or maybe boxed up and put away for um, another child that you're expecting, you know, soon that's the same, you know, gender or whatever. Um, And you can do, you know, any... Any system that you want to do, you don't have to specifically do that one, but that's what works for us is just doing one basket because I find the more baskets that you have to work with, um, the harder it is for the kids to keep track of everything and then it tends to just add more clutter um, to the closet. So we just kind of keep a system of one basket for dirty clothes, one for um, all the clothes that they just you know, don't use, need, want, or love anymore um, or that need mending and then just kind of keep it simple that way keeps the clutter down and keeps everything just a little bit more tidy in the closet. Okay, and the last decluttering challenge would be to declutter the children's books. There are so many books that come with having children, it seems. They come as gifts. People, you know, give them to them throughout the year. You buy different ones for them. Maybe they get some from school or book fairs or whatever, but they add up. And they definitely, um, you know, some books are more... Uh, what would you say? A uh, higher quality than other books. And so the big thing that I have found is I try to keep the highest quality books, the ones that I know are going to last for a long time. And those are the ones that I try to stick to. The ones that are paperback and thinner Either they get put up higher because they're chapter books and they will get used, but they need to be away from the little ones so they don't get ripped. Or um, if they're just thin paperback books and they're, you know, only five to 10 pages long or something like that, um, they tend to get um, donated or thrown away because they get ripped so easily. So for me, I try to get rid of the books that, again, have not a lot of pages, are very flimsy, um, and just don't have a whole lot of um, life in them. And so that's a great way to get rid of some books is just getting rid of the ones that are smaller and just can get torn really easy. Keep the higher quality books, um, especially if you have toddlers in the house, it's really good to keep kind of those thick, you know, almost cardboard type books. Um, They last a lot longer and the kids can use them over and over and over again. You don't have to worry as much about those getting damaged. And something that helps to keep the book clutter at bay is to have only one specific spot where you keep the books. So if you have books in their bedroom and you have books in, you know, the loft or the toy room or the family room or, you know, living room, all these random places throughout the house, it makes it a lot harder to corral the books and to know how much you really have. So it is important as you're decluttering to gather all of the books that you have and put them in one place when you're going through them so you can really see the amount that you truly have to work with. Whenever you're decluttering, it's really important to put them all in one spot. Whatever it is of the one thing that you are trying to declutter, gather it together from all over the house, not just one place. so we're not just decluttering the toy room and the books that are in there. You want to take the books from anywhere in the house, you know that are children's books that you're looking into decluttering. And as you gather them together, you can see, wow, I have way more books than I thought I did. Or, you know, I don't really have that many books, but now I can figure out a way to organize them better. Or, you know, maybe I can pick higher quality books because these books are kind of falling apart or whatever the case is. And it's also important to get rid of the books that have been, you know, kind of torn apart and you can't even read half the book because it's missing quite a few pages. Um, It's time to donate it or toss it. Um, And, you know, the ones that the kids you know, just don't use, even if they're great books, great quality, and nothing's wrong with them. They're not torn or anything like that, but they're just not getting read or used, or they just don't love them that much because it's not something they're really interested in. Whatever the case is, those are great books to donate. Um, it Desert industries is a great place to donate to or goodwill. Um, there's plenty of different donation centers where you can take them so that there's people that can still use them and get them at a cheaper price. So they're able to afford them. So it's, you know, a service you're able to do, but at the same time, you're not cluttering your home with things that you truly don't use love or need or want. So that's just a great way to kind of bring down the clutter in the toy room and with the kids clothing and, and shoes and things. Cause those, all add up so quickly. So if you just do little bits at a time and start with, you know, one just declutter challenge, you know, you're just doing one kid's closet today or one kid's shoe bucket today or whatever it is. By the end of a week or two weeks, you can have all of your kids stuff decluttered and really feel like you have a lot more room to work with and a lot more breathing room too. You're not feeling like you're so, you know, overwhelmed with clutter and just packed in tight with so much stuff that the kids can't even really play because there's so much around them. They're trying to dig through to get to the one toy, the one book, the one shirt or shoe, whatever it is that they're trying to find. It, it relieves so much stress on your end and it gets rid of stress on their end as well. You're getting time back because they're not having to constantly be looking for all of these things that they're trying to find because they only have the things that they truly love, need, want, and use right there in front of them and that's it. Just their basic stuff that they really actually love, need, want, and use. So hopefully these tips have helped. Let me know what you like to do with um, your home and different decluttering projects that you've done and things that have worked for you to keep your home a little more peaceful, a little more happy, and just enjoyable so your family can have more time to spend with each other and less time worrying about stuff that just doesn't matter. (laughs) Have a great week, ladies, and I'll talk to you next week. Well, ladies, that about sums it up for this week. As always, I'm cheering for you and I'm here for you. I want to help you and support you to do your very best. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Thanks so much for listening, ladies, and we'll see you next time.